Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today, August 8th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am Finn. Along here with my buddy, uh, broadcasting live from the toilet. Is How about no, Scott? How about no? It's it's eight eight nineteen. It's Gary Carter and Andre Dawson Day, Scott. Okay, well, I I, I want to show you the the freaking Golden State Warriors. Can I show you show you them? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're off to we're off to a banger, huh? It's gonna yeah, be a great you, day today. Goldfinger, hey, I don't speak freaky dicky Dutch. Okay, <laughs> what do you got, buddy? Okay, so uh, Matt, today we got uh, not just baseball, a uh, shorter slate, maybe because everybody wants to watch preseason football, and we got some great content on our homepage. Uh, full preview of all the slate from Andrew Erickson, along with his favorite running back and wide receiver plays, and along with uh, quarterback, uh, tight end, and defense plays from DFS pro David Jones, who is a noted winner, uh, who is going to uh, going to a live final later this month. Nice. Congratulations to DJ. All right, so let's uh, start with the baseball slate, and then we'll get to football. We'll start with the Yankees and the Blue Jays. It's a night slate tonight, uh, fully. Uh, Domingo German against Thomas Pannoni. Uh German's now 14-2 and two with a 398 ERA. Uh, he's the only Yankee starter with ERA under four. Three quality starts since the All-Star break. Uh, and... Uh, I think you have to like him on this slate at uh, 9,700. And then you can tell you, like Brandon C. Williams does uh, on our homepage, our uh, brand new veteran uh, writer. I would like to welcome Brandon to the team. He's worked with me at many places, also a writer for the Associated Press. Uh, he says, Stack Yankees against Thomas Pannoni. It's not easy with some of these prices, but you know, you get. So you can get under 5000 with the likes of Giovanni Urshela, who homered twice yesterday. Uh, Brett Gardner's 4500 on DraftKings. Uh, so at least you, you, you got you to gotta maybe anchor with some Yankee bats here. Yeah, there's definitely opportunity here against the, the Jays pitching. Also, there's some value, like you said. Keep an eye on who the Yanks will start at catcher today. That's also something that we can look at. Um, yeah, Herman was impressive against the Red Sox his last time out. So I definitely do see uh, Blue Jay bats, but I'm a little concerned about the other way because, man, the Bobachets, the Vlad Guerreros, the Kevin Biggios, they're pretty impressive. So I'm going to maybe try to stay away from Herman, but look at some uh, look at some Yankee bats here. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Yankee bats against uh, Toronto pitching. Did you say Boba Fetts? Boba Fett's, yes, all of them. Tremendous. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on to the next game over here. Uh, it's the Angels and the Red Sox. Dylan Peters against Chris Sale. Chris Sale, obviously a great cash game play at uh, $10,000. Uh, you know, you get the strikeouts, etc. Dylan Peters with a 320 ERA. Uh, he's coming off the the uh, most extensive outing by an Angels starter this season, allowing three runs in seven two-third innings against the Orioles, so maybe not a stack here. Do you like Dylan Peters against 5,300 against this lineup? Do you think he continued to pitch well? Uh, I think was that I think the three over seven and two-thirds was against Cleveland, which yeah, is a much... that's what I said, yeah. 
I, I thought you said the Orioles. Uh, so, yeah, mu- much different thing. Maybe um, they moved, yeah. Yes, they moved in the middle of the night. They moved. They packed up the truck and moved. Yeah. Uh, this is a little volatile for me. On one side, I never like to go against uh, guys like Mike Trout, especially coming off of a birthday. And uh, with the Red Sox, man, sales been inconsistent. He really has. He got touched up by the Yanks the last time out. He's one in four. He's got a four seven ERA at home. Uh, I think lifetime against the Angels, he's pitching well, but uh, let's talk about today and not lifetime. I'm staying away from this game just because there's too many question marks for me. Okay, let's go to Kansas City and Detroit, a game that only a fantasy player could love. Matthew (laughs) Boyd has struggled recently, but he's worked 11,200 here, but I'd rather be spending 10,000 on Chris Sale. Jorge Lopez has an ERA near seven. But uh, not too many bats that the RA near eight, but not too many bats do you like in this lineup. You know, maybe 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 you throw a little shekel at uh, Nico Goodrum for $4,700. But, you know, against any other team, you'd want to you'd do a stack. But uh, Boyd's the only interesting thing in this game, but he's very pricey. Yeah, he's pricey because they know that he's interesting. He has struck out, he being Boyd, 27 batters over 18 innings pitched throughout over his last three starts. Uh, outside of Whit Merrifield, who does have good numbers against Boyd, Boyd can, can own this Royals lineup. That price point does make him a bit unattractive, but depending on how you build your lines, I think Boyd could be a play here. Okay. Uh, oh, Boyd. Uh, oh. <laughs> Dallas Keuchel in the Braves and Miami against Elisa Hernandez. Uh, Keuchel at only $8,000. you got to like him against that lineup. They're coming off a four-game sweep in New York, uh, getting swept. Uh, you can stack against Hernandez here, but he got good offense yesterday uh, from the Braves. Acuna's worth the 5600 So is Freeman at, at 5400 And And Inciarte is uh, $4,000. Maybe even using Johan Camargo as a punt. At 3,100, Albies uh, had a great game yesterday. At 4,800, Adam Duval at 4,500. He's been uh, hot this month. Uh, you can definitely build a brave stack here. Yeah, but it, is, it is in a pitcher's park, though. All right, well, this is still one of my target uh, games here. Keiko has a huge K upside. Uh, he gave up just two runs over seven and a third. The last time he pitched against these Marlins, granted that was July 7th. We're a month later almost now. Uh, the only problem I have with Keuchel is that, you know, one pitch, he can give up a three-run homer. On the other side, though, I don't think Florida, Miami, whatever you want to call them, has the bat that, that scares me to do that. So I'm all over Keuchel, and I'm all over Braves bats against Hernandez here. All right, we got uh, Cole Hamels and the Cubs taking on the Reds. Uh, and Alex Wood, uh, Wood so far three eighteen ERA. He's been serviceable. Uh, Hamels has a one oh seven ERA since uh, June first. Uh, you know this lineup is depleted. Hamels is somebody else. Maybe you like at eighty eight hundred on DraftKings. Uh, I don't know if I like Wood against this lineup, even though the Cubs are not as good on the road. Uh, the Hamels thing interests me. His second start, I think, after coming off of the IL, the DL, whatever they're calling it. So uh, I feel like he's going to get comfortable. And also, they the Cubbies just added Jonathan Lucroy. I don't know if he'll come up, you know, and play today. But little things like that can excite a team that knows how to win. And a guy like Hamels knows how to win. 
Uh, normally, I wouldn't attack Red's bats, but I'd keep a sneaky eye on Hamels here as I build my lineups throughout the day. If I can find a comfortable, economical way to work Hamels into a lineup, I may do it, but uh, it's not going to be my first choice. Indians are the Twins. Uh, I think you steer clear of Clevenger, 10,800, when he gets sale at 10,000 against mm-hmm. this offense. Kyle Gibson, he's up and down. But you can always consider at least uh, an Indians mini stack. Yeah, so uh, Baseball Savant is one of my favorite sites. I always like to go there and look, and I encourage DFS players in, in conjunction with going to win daily. Uh, you know, use Baseball Savant as a supplement, Fangraphs as well. If you see these Indians batters, they know Kyle Gibson probably better than most of us know our wives, girlfriends, husbands, whatever. Uh, they've seen him a lot. They know what he can bring. This is going to be a huge, hot series. I am going to get brave here and play some Indians bats in a stack against Gibson somewhere in my lineups. Okay, so you like uh, the Indian stack. All right, Philadelphia's at San Francisco. Aaron Nola's 10,600. He's pitching well. San Francisco's not a pushover, but you got to like him. But I'd still rather have Sale at 10,000. Madison Bumgarner, only 8,400. You know, that kind of low price, I, I almost have to lock him in. Well, here's what concerns me, and, and I uh, spoke about this on the Fantasy Baseball Hour at the top of the week. These are teams, the Phillies and the Giants, that are, are in the wild card hunt. And I know I give you a hard time about it. Everyone says, oh, the Mets, the Mets, the Mets. But when teams are in wild card hunt, I feel like they play differently. I feel like younger yeah. players go up and start swinging away, or younger pitchers try to throw harder. That's not going to be the case here with these two pitchers. They're both pros. They both know it needs to be done. I'm staying away from this game because of so much that's on the line, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Bumgarner just because of the price. You just um, like to say bum. That's your bum. favorite word. Look at me, bum. Look at my bum. I'm Look at me, bum. Oh, look at me, Bob. Look at me, Bob going there, huh? <laughs> uh, Colorado is at San Diego. Uh, to finish tonight, we got John Gray against uh, Eric Lauer. Uh, you know, I, I like I like some of these Colorado bats, but not as much on the road. Uh, John Gray, uh, probably an avoid game for me pitching. Maybe an avoid game overall. Uh, I actually want to pick on Eric Lauer here, although he is a, re- a lefty. He has an ERA, I think, over 12 against Rocky against the Rockies. So I like some Rockies bats here to fill out uh, maybe Dallas Keuchel, maybe Matthew Boyd, maybe some Braves bats. But there, there are plays here, and I do like Rockies bats as part of that. Yeah, so pitching-wise, so hitting-wise, we like the Braves and the Indian stacks and also some Colorado Rockies as well. Uh, pitching-wise, I think we both like Sale. We both like Nola. Uh, and then you do have some discard counts in Keuchel and Bumgartner. Let's move uh, on to... Like uh, Boyd. I also like Boyd. Don't forget him. Yeah, 11,200 is too much, though. I want to save some money from some Give me the 11,200, and then I will wear a Matthew Boyd jersey, and I will just throw tennis balls for you. All right. Now, don't forget the Yankee stack uh, if you save money and don't spend for Matt Boyd. Okay, let's look at uh, some preseason football. Great previews on the front page, uh, as we said as well. Uh, you know, Not like the Hall of Fame game where there was a one-game showdown here. And uh, if you want to play a one-game slate, if you're, like, really tuned into to one team you know as a fan i certainly recommend that 
but uh, it's it's not going to be easy. A lot more luck involved tonight because uh, a lot of starters are not going to be playing in what's their preseason opener or just their second preseason game, and you're just going to have to guess who gets the most playing time. And even with that, you know, you don't know who's really going to produce. Uh, you know, sometimes the best way is to play two defenses that you like who are at home, maybe facing a uh, uh, quarterback that you really don't like, but even that's hard to project. Uh, sometimes a quarterback to wide receiver hookup, and I'll get to one that I, I like a little bit down the line. And uh, you can look at rookies, too, because, you know, rookies are probably going to start to get a lot of run tonight as well. But it's not easy to predict tonight. No, and then there's a lot of different ways you can go, and there's some great content up on the site that kind of helps you navigate. You know, if you're looking at certain games, uh, I'm just off the top of my head, like that Jet-Giant game. I mean, we already know that, that Le'Veon Bell isn't going to be taking reps, and, and that is on the site and confirmed. And also, who will be getting those reps that's important for a night like tonight if Bell's not there, and that is also on the site. So there's a lot of really good information. All right, let's start with Indianapolis and Buffalo. Uh, no Andrew Luck tonight. No Marlon Mack tonight. Jacoby Brissett will probably start. Uh, we probably won't see a lot of these offensive weapons for for Indianapolis. Uh, Darice Fountain is one guy that uh, that – that is noted by Andrew Erickson on our homepage. Uh, don't think we'll see a lot of Deontay Foreman just signed with the team. Jordan Wilkins is bothered, get bothered with an injury. Uh, you know, for might see a lot of Jonathan Williams, and he's nothing special. Uh, Tyree Jackson will probably play a lot for from from Buffalo as well, and uh, running back uh, T.J. Yeldon. There's been reports that maybe he won't make the the roster. Uh, so, you know, maybe that'll spark him to have a good performance tonight if he plays. And Marcus Mur Murphy always does well in the preseason for Buffalo. Yeah, the name that you mentioned that, that made my ears perk up is Tyree Jackson. You know, he was getting a lot of looks in camp, and uh, he's got a lot of upside. He can move. He has a big arm. So there could be something there uh, for those that wanted to get some, uh, some skin in this game. All right. Uh can't imagine a lot of people would want to get skin in this game. But then again, <laughs> if you play in preseason football, you're just crazy. Uh, we get, we have Jacksonville at uh, Baltimore. Uh, we're not going to see Lamar Jackson. Uh, we're not going to see uh, we're not going to see Robert Griffin the third. So Trace McSorley's probably going to get a lot of run. Uh, he's he's a he's a running quarterback. Uh, Miles Boykin's been having a great camp. Uh, Chris Moore, you know, really needs to establish himself in order to push for a starting job. Hayden Hurst might also get some looks uh, for Jacksonville. Uh, maybe Thomas Rawls might get a lot of run in the first preseason game. You know, a veteran like that who's like fighting to make the team uh, would usually get a lot of run, but he's dealing with an injury. So maybe uh, a lot of Benny Cunningham. Uh, you know, receiver, you really don't know what's going to happen here. You know, we're going to have to with the, we really want to see the second and third preseason games uh, for the Jaguars to get a feel for what's going on here. Yeah, again, another name that you touched on that could be someone to target is Hayden Hurst. I mean, granted, he is, I think, like third, second on the depth chart. But he's a big guy. He's 6'5", 250. He, he can run. There, there could be some upside here if you want to get sneaky with a guy like Hayden Hurst. The Jets are at the Giants, uh, like like you mentioned. Uh, Daniel Jones should get some quality playing time. 
Uh, not that I would use him necessarily. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about for the Jets about how great Dorch can be uh, a good play, and so can uh, Trevon Wesco. Uh, you know, what do you think of the Jets at running back? Probably won't, won't see a lot of Elijah McGuire. Uh, there's a, so I'm a, I'm a New York guy. I'm here in New York. So this is the game that, that I'm focused on. It, the, the Jets are given a point and a half. The over-under is really low, 33 and a half. And it just tells you that experts don't expect a lot here. What I'm looking at, though, is uh, you mentioned uh, Daniel Jones. He's going to see live pass rushing. And defensive coordinator for the Jets, Greg Williams, just loves to harass quarterbacks. I think the Jets may, and their special teams, their defense may be a play here. On the other side, I think the Jets quarterback, the kid named Trevor Simeon or Simeon. Look, Simeon, Adam, yeah. Yeah, Adam Gase is a quarterback whisperer. And I do believe that Brian Costello from the New York Post reported that Gase said that they're going to throw the ball 60 times tonight. I mean, last year, Pittsburgh led the league throwing it 43 times. So there could be some huge upside here on the Jet quarterback, as well as looking at some of those Jet receivers. Obviously, we know, you know, Anderson and uh, Crowder are the guys. Josh Bellamy will probably see some stuff. But Timmy White, uh, uh, Deontay Burnett, all these different guys could be something to look at. But the one caveat is, is that these two teams meet again November 10th. So I don't expect there to be like I think all the the looks will be generic and very vanilla, but there could be some upside here with with what uh, Costello reported Gay saying a strategy. Yeah, interesting. You mentioned Bellamy; he's like a veteran receiver, uh, good hands, etc. You know, so maybe somebody who figures in tonight. Yeah, I, I kind of like that call. Good. Yeah, Atlanta's at Miami. It must be the preseason because Miami's actually actually favored here. Uh, you'll, you'll probably see a lot of Matt Schaub tonight. Uh, Brian Hill got a lot of run. You know, maybe to give more of a look to Quadri Allison uh, tonight. Uh, Preston Williams is a guy that the Dolphins have been talking up a lot in camp, and uh, you know, maybe somebody we we could see extensively. Yeah, uh, there, I like names. I'm a name guy, and there's a guy named Olamide Zacchaeus. Yeah. I- on the Falcons, yeah. Yeah, could be someone to, to take a peek at. And you do bring up an interesting point. Normally you don't see named starters getting a lot of reps, but because of, I think it's um, Kirk Benkert is on injured reserve. You said yeah. Matt is going to play a little bit here. This will be a man playing amongst boys. So if he gets reps beyond, I don't know, what did he go through to the second quarter maybe? He could be a guy to look at. I don't see him staying in beyond that, but it's just interesting. Yeah, usually the Dolphins play the Buccaneers in the preseason opener. It's uh, that's a little them, odd to me. Give them time. <laughs> They'll get there. Well, they had to move some games around. I know the Jet-Giant game was supposed to be the third preseason game, then they moved it to the first preseason game, so who knows? Yeah, you don't know what's all happened at running back for Miami here. Mark Walton is probably locking up that third job. Uh, you know, Maybe get a look at, uh, for Dynasty Leaguers, maybe a look at Miles Gaskin. Listen, I mean, it's it's August, so let's not get crazy here. Let's just focus on tonight. Well, you know, it's uh, Gaskin's got some some dynasty appeal. So sure, I think I think you know, for you dynasty leaguers, not just the DFS players, you 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 want to get a look. Yeah, uh, you're watching to see what you're going to do. 100 percent agree with you. New England's at Detroit. Uh, I don't know how, but we'll be, we'll, uh, we'll see if Nikhil Harry. Right. Uh, you know, as he's been battling in- injury, uh, you know, we've heard a lot about other wide receivers, you know, such as Jacoby Myers, 
for the Patriots. It seems like every day in camp for the Patriots, you know, they're reporting about a different guy stepping up. I guess, uh, you know, some of the coaching staff wants to feed that to the media in, uh, you know, in order to, to motivate these guys. Maurice Harris is another guy to watch, but the guy I really like is Braxton Berrios, who they're saying could be the next Wes Welker. I'd like to see if he figures into the mix uh, as well as tonight or next week. Uh, running back, we'll see how much we'll see of Damian Harris as well. Yeah, on the other side, uh, looking at Detroit, and again, if you look at these lines, you, you got to take them with a grain of salt. I think it's what the Pats minus point and a half. Also, the over is at thirty six five. Uh, for Detroit, though, for regular for rest of the season, I really like Carryon Johnson. I think a lot of people are sleeping on him, but for tonight, a guy like Ty Johnson is probably going to get most of the touches, and he could be someone that could help you along in your uh, in your plays today. Okay, Denver's at Seattle. Uh, the Broncos playing their second preseason game. Uh, we'll see how much more we get out of Noah Fant uh, uh, as well tonight. Uh, we'll see more of Drew Locke, and it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too encouraging. From the Seahawks side, you're going to see a lot of Paxton Lynch in what could be a preseason revenge game for him as well. Uh, for the Seahawks, maybe you'll see some of Travis Homer at running back. As well, uh, I think Amari Darbo is a sneaky play as, as well, you know, as he's still going to try to make the team and you know, keep a watch on uh, rookie Gary Harris. Everybody's been talking about DK Metcalf, but I think Gary Harris is going to be somebody interesting, not only for tonight, but for dynasty purposes. But uh, Darbo is a guy who's flashed in the preseason before, could be a sleeper tonight. So I mentioned that the Jets and their special teams could be something to look at us on the defensive side of the ball. If you don't like that, look to Denver's defense here. I think that they could have a, a nice night tonight, uh, you know, just considering all the elements. Yeah, no, this won't be Super Bowl 48 tonight. Uh, Tennessee's at, at Philadelphia. A lot of uh, fantasy analysts uh, saying that uh, Nate Sudfeld, who always plays well in the preseason, is one of the top quarterbacks today. Uh, you know, maybe working with JJR Sega Whiteside. Uh, maybe, and uh, Tennessee, that doesn't seem to be a lot to uh, get excited about, even from a preseason perspective. No, and again, if you look at the lines, everyone else is, you know, minus one and a half, one and a half. In here, the, the Eagles are minus three and a half. So that, that tells you something. And also, to your point, uh, Doug Peterson just said straight up he wants to get a long look at Sudfield. So you're probably going to get a long look at Sudfield. So if you want to invest, go right ahead. Yeah, and uh, we have to see what receiver he develops a rapport with. That uh, And running back, you know, uh, it's going to be Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders this season. Uh, you know, maybe you see uh, some Wendell Smallwood tonight, some Corey Clement, some Josh Adams. Yeah, plenty of options. Plenty, maybe too many options to yeah, roll out anybody here in, in preseason. You know, in wide receiver, uh, you know, maybe Mac Collins would be would be a play. Always a guy who's flashed in preseason before. Washington's at Cleveland. Uh, Here's a hookup I like if you if you're going to go with a hookup. Dwayne Haskins should see a lot of playing time as well. And Terry McLaurin is a guy that I actually took in the late rounds of one of my best ball drafts. They played together at Ohio State. Uh, they know each other well. You know, maybe this could be a hookup for DFS purposes. 
Yeah, you 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 make a great point. Uh, Redskins uh, beat reporter Craig Hoffman did, did report that Haskins is going to play, and you're going to see maybe even up to three quarters of playing time from him. So based off of what we're discussing, if I can get a guy that I know is going to be in there for at least three quarters, that means he's going to get that many more reps than a guy like maybe Schaub who might not get past the early second quarter or something like that. There's a play there for sure for me. Yeah, and, uh, and running back... Uh, I think we might get to see some of Bryce Love. He might be an interesting play, as he's going to want to show if he's healthy. Well, he wants to show some love. Uh, is, is, is Love even, well? Actually, I don't even know if Love's going to play. So no. scratch, scratch that. You know. But I, there is something interesting. You, you, Terry McLaurin, uh, he played with Haskins at Ohio State, so these two could have you know nice little chemistry there. So if you want to link them up, like you said, that could be something interesting to look at. Yeah, and then on the Cleveland side, I think it's kind of hard to read what Freddie Kitchens is going to do. Yeah, he doesn't want to give away too much. There's so much hype surrounding this team. It's going to be interesting to get a look to see what kind of schemes they run, but I don't think he's going to really show too much this early on. Yeah, well, if you're following the team closely, I think you know some of the rookies, et cetera, you know, who might, who might get a look here. I mean, we know that uh, – we know that Baker Mayfield's not going to play. His most action is being in an Indians game. Uh, <laughs> might be a lot of Drew or Drew Garrett and, and David Blow uh, at at a quarterback uh, at running back. Maybe you'll see some Dontrell Hilliard, etc. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of running backs there at uh, at wide receivers. Uh, you know, no, just a lot of guys battling to make the roster after the top four. Yeah, I mean, a guy like Drew Stanton, who may be as old as you, will see some uh, some reps here. But again, like you said, it's just you, you just don't know until you know. So without that knowledge, you can't really make an educated guess. Well, you're the one that's quoting all the 80s stuff. Yeah, I'm old. Yeah, just because just, just I'm cultured doesn't mean I'm old, you know? You, you, can... you, were, you were cultured in, like, 1984. It's like... Yeah, when I was... I bet just, you're uh, still wearing stonewash right now. Eight. No, I do not. My mom does, though. I just saw her the other day. She was in a full-blown stonewash denim Canadian tuxedo, and I just gave her a hug and a kiss and said, I love you. <laughs> Carolina's at Chicago here uh you know the bears second year under matt nagy you probably won't see any of mitch trubisky tonight uh uh, chase daniels not not anybody i'm going to use in a preseason game but uh there's talk that david montgomery might get a lot of run tonight uh you know so that'll be interesting and i want to get a good look at riley ridley uh as well marvin hall is a deep threat uh maybe he's somebody that you can use as, as a sleeper as well yeah, I, I like the fact. I love when coaches come out. And Matt Nagy said, yeah, we're going to see a lot of David Montgomery. So, okay, you know, I, you say it, you're the coach, the same way Gay said it about they're going to throw 60 times. I got to believe it. There's definitely intrigue there. There's some intrigue at the receiver position with Javen Wims. There's also some intrigue at the tight end position with uh, Ellis Richardson. So there's a lot here. And also keep in mind the Bears are minus three, so that tells you that the experts think that this is going to be a bit more of a not lopsided but a clear-cut game than some of these other minus one and a halves yeah uh actually uh you know will greer might be a decent play he's having a good camp you got ian thomas as well uh aldrick robinson's a veteran you know he's going to be trying to make the roster as well yeah and uh 
It's interesting also, a lot of times people don't sleep on the tight end positions because in these kind of games, especially in this game, a lot of times those quarterbacks are really going to rely on it. And I just think that, and it's, it's up on the, on the site that tight end is going to be pretty big for Nagy in the preseason. So I think that's definitely something that you look at. Yeah. Then you have uh Pewson at green Bay, uh, you know, the uh, Texans and the Packers. You're not going to see any of Deshaun Watson tonight, uh, as we would expect. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of Joe Webb, and I don't think he's much of a passer, so I probably would use him. What's going to be very interesting here is going to be the battle for the uh, for the vacated job of Deontay Foreman. So I think uh, I think Damari Crockett and Karon Higdon are uh, two guys that maybe you want to you want to consider as well here and uh rookie tight end Kahel Waring maybe is somebody to consider too. Yep. And, uh, also I wouldn't sleep on Corey Grant, uh, for, for green Bay. I think he's going to get a lot of touches tonight. And, uh, again, you just have to go with what you hear, what you read. That's why sites like Windale are great because you get information, you hear from the coaches, you hear from the writers, as opposed to just speculating. Someone that's not on our site has no idea that Corey Grant is is up for a huge workload tonight. So take advantage of that. Well, when you got to Sean Kaiser, you should be handing the ball off, right? <laughs> you would think. I I think maybe he's the worst backup quarterback in the league. I'm going to tell him you said that. Oh, I wasn't aware. That you, it's nothing personal. <laughs> no, now you guys have to fight. You have to fist fight now. Fist fight? Yeah. yeah well, he can he can escape better than I can. <laughs> Very well. What else do we got, my friend? Okay, we're moving on to the next game here. We got the Chargers and the Cardinals. Chase Edmonds should be a good play. We're going to see some of Kyler Murray as well. Uh, you know, some of these receivers who are, you know, trying to make some bones for themselves, but also. You know, at tight end, it'll be very interesting because there's a position battle going on between Charles Clay and Ricky Shields Jones, but we probably won't get to see a lot of the coming to Vogue until next week. Yeah, uh, what I found interesting is that uh, head coach Cliff Kingsbury did say that Murray will take some snaps. How many, we don't know, but uh, beyond specific players, I'm just excited to see uh, Kingsbury's schemes and what he's going to do. I'm excited for Arizona for, for the season, and I kind of want to get a glimpse into what type of trickery is going to be implemented here. But beyond that, there, it's this is so many different names that you can't really say yay or nay to. Um, you know, Tyrod Taylor, things like that, but I'm, I'm more watching what the coaches are doing in this game. <laughs> yeah, Tyrod Taylor might actually make a good play tonight, but uh, I was also going to mention Hockey Butler as a rookie to watch for the uh, Cardinals tonight. Yeah, a lot of options. Big, big target, good leaping ability, et cetera. Over for the Chargers, you know, you'll probably see a lot of Detrez Newsom at, uh, at running back, you know, and uh, with wide receivers, again, it's a lot of guys to just battling for time. So, you know, it pretty much covers it all, you know, on our, our preseason preview. It's uh, if, if anything, though, it's, I, I think I might be going with the Haskins-McLaurin connection tonight. Oh, there's an option. I mean, listen – if you are playing preseason, then you're, you're one of us. You know, you're a small little circle in the world. But you know what you're getting into. And, and honestly, I, I hope, you know, you, you're playing for fun and this is some expendable, dis, disposable income because it's just so volatile. You really don't know. It's more about watching the teams, getting familiar with the players, getting familiar with the schemes so that you have a better understanding come week one. 
Yeah, I'll just I'll be sitting there watching the NFL Network and. You know, just because I, I guess I'm uh, so, how should I say, attuned to doing so. All right, go to the Seahawks game. Let's go. <laughs> what, are you a Giants fan? No, actually, fan? I, I, I grew up, I was a Redskin fan growing up. I was actually a Seahawks fan, too. You know, I had Steve Largent and all these guys. So, But I know that you're, you're a gigantic Seahawks guy. I think Russell Wilson is a guy that people are going to sleep on again. I think he's always valuable as maybe a second or third quarterback. So, uh you know, I'm not going to give you a hard time about the, the Hawks as I will as about the Mets. But you are a Mets fan. No, I am not. I'm a St. Louis Cardinal fan. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought you were uh, actually a Mets uh, fan. No, I wouldn't do that to myself. No one should be a Mets fan. Okay. But I think it's better than being a Cardinal fan. No, not. <laughs> yeah. Mets fans per capita have higher blood pressure, higher cholesterol, increased risk for stroke, as well as a heart episode. It's medically been proven. Met it's, and Jet fans have very high blood pressure. Well, I wouldn't know about the latter, but, uh, you know, as far as, as far as the former, you know, I've, I, I've seen study was where the Cardinal fans are just regarded as the most arrogant and disrespectful <laughs> in the sport outside of Philadelphia. So, you know, on that, we'll close. And uh, thanks for listening to the Wind Daily Podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow.